right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Something strange is going on. Who is killing Russian billionaires? Another Russian oligarch has been found dead. Reports suggest that he hanged himself, fell out of a window, slashed his wrists, was poisoned, murdered his whole family. Last year, more than a dozen Russian oligarchs died in the space of nine months. Many of the deaths are suspicious with links to the Kremlin. This is Sad Oligarch an investigation into these recently dead Russian billionaires. It's created by me, Jake Hanrahan, and my colleague, Sergei Slipchenko. Sad Oligarch is a H11 production for Kuzo Media and iHeartRadio. In the first episode of this series, we looked into one of three family annihilations in the Russian tycoon community. Three within the space of one year. Whole families, including children, murdered by their own father. That this happened three times in a year within such a similar demographic is very unusual to say the least. One of these family killings that's particularly gruesome and suspicious is the killing of the Proto-Senya family. This happened less than a month after the Melnikov killings that we spoke about in episode 1. On April 19th, 2022, Russian businessman Sergei Proto-Senya, 55, was found hanging from a railing inside his Spanish holiday villa in the affluent town of Lorette del Mar. His wife Natalia and teenage daughter Maria were also found dead. They'd been beaten with a blunt object and hacked to death with an axe. 
the room they were found in was a bloodbath. The Spanish police ruled the incident as a murder-suicide. According to them, Sergio Proto Senor had beaten his wife and daughter in the head, killed them with the axe and then hanged himself afterwards. The only surviving member of the immediate family is Sergio Proto Senor's adult son, Fedor. Now, cast your mind back to episode one, when Professor Elizabeth Yardley said that it was unusual that a family annihilation would spare any of the children. The very fact that biological children of the alleged perpetrator have survived tells me that this is very different from any family annihilation I've come across before, because when the perpetrator takes their family out, they take everybody out. They, they make sure that those children are home for the weekend or that they're all together as a family. They don't leave leave anybody behind. Luckily for Fedor, he decided to stay in France instead of joining his family at the villa in Spain. This likely saved his life. Fedor has since spoken out about the killings, saying that he doesn't believe the official story. He thinks someone else killed his family and then staged it to make it look as if his father had committed the awful murders. The local Spanish police have said that they still think it's likely to be a murder-suicide, but investigations are still ongoing. Until the case is closed, the police aren't releasing the autopsy reports of the deceased. So why would Sergio Proto Senor, a man worth half a billion dollars, murder his wife and daughter with an axe before taking his own life? To try and maybe understand that, we need to understand who this guy actually was. Let's go back to when he made his money, the 90s, a wild time in Russia. The red flag came down over the Kremlin tonight as President Gorbachev resigned and brought to an end seven decades of communist rule in the Soviet Union. Russia saw the collapse of the Soviet Union in December 1991. After that, for the following decade, Russia had its first free elections, formed a new constitution, privatised state assets, endured bombings in Moscow, saw the rise of violent mafias and fought two brutal wars in Chechnya. In the midst of this turmoil, oligarchs really got their start. They thrived amongst the lawlessness and newfound freedoms. The frantic privatisation of previously government-owned companies after the fall of the Soviet Union turned into a businessman's wild west. This was preceded by an economic programme that then-Russian President Boris Yeltsin introduced in 1991. It was known as shock therapy. The idea was to rapidly flood Russia with hard and fast capitalist systems to jolt the country into a fully functional free market in a short space of time. Shock therapy quickly removed subsidies for the people and redistributed profits to the top taken from the working class to make the elites fatter. Your average worker got poorer and the rich folks got richer. Yeltsin did this to battle Soviet hardliners who wanted to keep the old authoritarian communist system, resisting the new wave of capitalism that the president had introduced to Russia. This transition from one system to the other needed to be handled carefully and slowly. But Yeltsin didn't want to wait. Encouraged by the UN's International Monetary Fund, who were, surprise, big advocates of shock therapy for Russia, Yeltsin lent full force into it. It was a complete disaster. 
The value of Russia's currency, the ruble, plummeted. People lost their savings due to high inflation rates and the social welfare system was gutted. But hey, at least they could import Levi's now. Shock therapy in Russia paved the way for the madness of the oligarchs when the USSR collapsed. It was like giving loaded guns to an already bloodthirsty militia. After the collapse, shock therapy led to further hyperinflation. By 1994, prices for your average consumer had risen almost 2,000-fold. As writer Greg Rosalski puts it, a candy bar that had cost $1 now cost $2,000. In the midst of this economic nightmare, the new Russian state issued what was known as privatization checks. These were essentially vouchers that could be used to buy shares of state business at public auctions, which were taking place all across Russia. Around 148 million of these vouchers were issued to Russian citizens. People who built up money amidst the chaos, often via criminal enterprises, could now exploit this voucher system and take over big infrastructure. Rosalski wrote about this, saying, quote, The people on their way to becoming Russia's first class of oligarchs scoured the nation, trying to buy as many privatization checks as they could. Many of the oligarchs had come from nothing. They'd initially gotten rich, but not mega rich, by hustling in the black market or through legitimate businesses when the Soviet Union first allowed private entrepreneurship in the late 1980s. The oligarchs went on a buying spree, purchasing hundreds of thousands of vouchers, each of which were worth 10,000 rubles, or about $40 or less back in the 90s. End quote. Now, back then, your average Russian who barely had a pot to piss in due to hyperinflation had little use for these vouchers. They had no money, so they couldn't use them to buy shares in anything. And so, they were eager to sell the privatization checks so that they could scrape some money together to try and provide for their families. People who had money bought them from the poor at a low price. Oligarchs in the making stacked huge amounts of these checks up, exploiting the poor people of Russia to then buy undervalued stocks in new private businesses that were previously held by the USSR. Soon, those stocks rose. Oligarchs were laughing all the way to the bank. Often, the same working class people who sold their vouchers to the oligarchs would eventually end up taking low-paid jobs at the companies bought out by the oligarchs with the help of the vouchers. The privatization checks ended in 1994. By then though, around 70% of the new Russian economy was already privatized. It's with this chaotic backdrop that now deceased and accused family murderer Sergei Protozenya worked as a deputy director for Tarkosel Neftgas. This oil and gas company was founded in 1994. Years later, Protosenya stayed within the industry but moved jobs, working as the head accountant for Tarkosel Nefgas-linked firm Novatech. Novatech is Russia's second largest natural gas company. Protosenya was admitted to the prestigious position as a board member of Novatech, of which he owned a 0.5 stake with around 2.3 million shares. This stake alone was worth around $235 million. Novatech makes around $10 billion a year and has around 17 billion barrels of proved oil reserves. Their extraction operations are mostly in Western Siberia, which accounts for 80% of Russia's national gas 
and around 15% of global natural gas. Needless to say, Novatech is a serious company that makes the Kremlin a lot of money in tax. Novatech's chairman is Leonid Mikkelsen, a Russian-Israeli oligarch worth around $20 billion. He holds almost 30% of the shares of Novatech. In the same year that Sergei Protozenia was admitted to the board of Novatech 2015, he resigned. Why, we don't really know. He did have a lucrative side hustle though. He was the co-founder of Russian banking firm Forbank. Now, not a lot is publicly known about Forbank, neither in Russia or in English language reports. What we have found out is interesting though. Protosenia co-founded this bank with a businessman named Andre Makalov. He owned two other banks, Sibsot Bank and ProBanka. In 2020, Forbank bought out another bank named Pochto Bank. As you can see, the names for these banks are not very adventurous. Forbank was doing well by the looks of it. Protozenia and Makalov were buying up other banks, absorbing them, increasing their business and making profit. A year later though, in 2021, Forbank had its financial license revoked. There's very little information out there about why this actually happened, but Sergi managed to find out. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Full bank, they lost their license. Uh, it's quite hard to find out what actually happened. What have you found? A lot of information on Russian sites, kind of unreliable. I found so far. I don't know if they're plagiarizing or if, uh, or if they get some kind of state message. But a lot of articles will have the same mistakes, uh, like across different publications. A lot of time they'll be saying the same things. For this one, it's kind of hard to find because I think everybody's been focusing on his death, right? So it was kind of hard to find the reason for it. They would just be like, lost his license. And that's it. And I'm like, okay, why? And it's completely, uh, like they don't talk about it at all. Had to look a bit uh, a bit further back. It was 2021. Um, and basically what I could find was that the state government conducted an um, investigation. Um, the official, uh, I guess, the official reason is um, money laundering. Also, I saw some other reasons of being like uh, giving giving somebody a bank account when they're not supposed to get it because their passport is ex- either expired or they don't have a passport. Um, just kind of small things like that that I, I feel like you could even just miss. They didn't say that this is being done like maliciously, but I guess it was reason enough. But there was speculation that the Russian government is trying to reduce the number of like um, institutions that are open inside of it, like um, financial institutions, I guess that they don't control. And that allegedly, that's why they kind of gave the reason of money laundering and all the other little reasons that kind of seem almost random, but that they just wanted to shut it down. Again, the official reason is money laundering and that they could find that they found a bunch of like other illegal activity at the bank, which caused it to lose the license. Interesting. You would think if this bank was money laundering that there would then be some kind of criminal charges, right? Have you, have you found anything like that? I didn't see anything about that. No, that's the thing. That, that's why I was kind of like, it's weird because like if an entire bank loses its license over money laundering, I assume it's not an issue with a single case or something, you know, or a single bank teller or some small person doing something. It To me, it seems like the entire bank was kind of in on it. And you would think that, you know, there would be follow-up by either arresting or figuring out who's responsible. I mean, maybe there's still an investigation that we don't know about, but from what I can tell, it kind of just lost its license and that's where it was left off. Yeah, that is odd. It seems odd to me. Uh, I'm no expert on banking matters, but the guy, uh, Andre Maklov, who also, he's like the co-founder of Bank with um, Protezenia, he has several other banks, and from what I've seen, they haven't had their licenses revoked. I would imagine if it was real serious on the scale of right, like money laundering, for example, like I don't know HSBC uh, in the West were laundering money for literal cartels. 
saying that, nothing happened to them. <laughs> they had to pay a fine and nobody went to prison. Um, I guess that's how the banks are. But I didn't see any other evidence that any of Makalov's other banks were shut down, did you? No, it seems like this is this, the only one specifically. And from what I understood, uh, this is the only one Patasenia is uh, kind of like related to. Right. Um, and when, this is why I, I kind of uh, struggling to understand a little bit. Are these actual physical banks or are they just banking firms that deal with stuff or they have like actual banks they have employees there's a teller what have you or is it some kind of firm that operates i guess mostly online i've, I've heard of it before it's a pretty well-known bank uh it had physical locations for sure it's not like some new just just kind of like um purely online bank i mean i'm sure it expanded to online banking but it's definitely not like one of these random banks that pop up and kind of offer online services um, in terms of the um, relation that this might have to the killings, do you think there's something there or not? I, I mean, I ask because if if you look at, for example, what uh, Professor Elizabeth Yardley was saying, she was saying like, well, these family annihilations will often happen when someone that's rich and influential, at least in their circles, finds that their life is about to kind of fall apart. Do you think that this bank situation in, in 2021 has any any implications towards Prozenia? We don't know. Maybe it really affected him, but I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I really don't think so. I mean, okay, like if he lost his bank and then all of a sudden he has no income, he's living below his means. Um, he's living in France, going on vacation in Spain. I think he's fine. I don't know his, you know, entire like portfolio of um, businesses, etc. But to me, it seems like nothing changed <laughs> after the bank closed. It's like one of his incomes, you know, one of his many, many, many incomes was closed, and maybe he lost access to some bank accounts at most. But to me, it seemed like he was living just fine, living in France, going to Spain for like a couple months for vacation. He didn't seem to be struggling in any way. I want to say it was irrelevant. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was bigger than that. But the bank lost its license in 2021 and he was living fine well into 2022. I, I can't say that like this was such a massive loss that will have led him to this. I really don't think so. Right. And I mean, the guy was worth almost, well, I think, $500 million. It's like, eh, <laughs> oh, well. It seems like a drop in the bucket, right? It does. I'm sure he didn't put all his eggs in one basket. I think he's aware how Russia operates and that like you can kind of lose these things at a drop of a hat. So I highly doubt he put everything into this one bank and lost it once the license went. That's true. And if you look at his history, he definitely wasn't a guy that put his eggs into one basket because he started off in the gas and oil industry in various different roles, ended up being an accountant, then went on, you know, a member of the board. Then he's also on the side. He's got this bank. Like, he, yeah, he seems to be a guy diversifying his funds. Yeah, he was around, you know, like he, he's, he spread his wealth, like in a way of securing his own uh, future funds. I think he was fine, honestly. Again, I, I can't exactly say what his entire portfolio is, but it clearly isn't just for bank. That said, there's still a possibility Protozenia was having money problems. This is a recurring theme when it comes to people who kill their close family. But remember Sergei Protozenia's surviving son, Fedor. 
he doesn't believe, or maybe doesn't want to believe, that his father killed his mother and his sister. We reached out to Fedor but got no response, which is fair enough. He probably didn't want to talk about how his whole family were murdered recently. When the killings happened initially, though, he did briefly speak out in the media. Fedor said, quote, My father is not a killer. He loved my mother and especially Maria, my sister. He would never do anything to harm them. I don't know what happened that night, but I know that my dad did not hurt them. End quote. Strangely enough, Novatech, the company where Sergei Protozenia was formerly an executive of the board, seemed to share a similar view to Fedor. In a statement released April 21st, 2022, just three days after the Protozenia killings, Novatech said, quote, In relation to the tragic death of a former member of Novatech's management board, Sergei Protozenia, and members of his family, we extend our deepest sympathies to all those affected by this tragic situation. Sergei Protozenia worked in the Novatech group from 1997 to 2015. He established himself as an outstanding person and a wonderful family man a strong professional who made a considerable contribution to the formation and development of the company. Unfortunately, speculations have emerged in the media about this topic, but we are convinced that these speculations bear no relation to reality. We hope that the Spanish law enforcement authorities will conduct a thorough and impartial investigation to determine what happened. End quote. So even Novatech feels so strongly that the conclusion that Protozenia murdered his whole family and then killed himself is unlikely that they put out an official statement, and so soon after the killings. Now, with this case specifically, we've found many different reports that tend to contradict each other. The details are very confusing. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. get a clearer idea of what's going on, we spoke to a local reporter in Spain who covered the case. Sergi spoke to journalist Victor Rikacha. Reading Western news and reading Russian news, I think, gives you one perspective, but I think the best is kind of local. You have more details and kind of more insight into it, so I kind of want to talk to you about that. The Catalan police started uh, an investigation just after these deaths. It's it's secret. This investigation is secret, so it's very hard to to really know uh, what's going on and what uh, did the police find out. But what they did say at the beginning was that it looked like it might be um, Sergei Protosenia murdered his wife and, and his uh, daughter, and then he committed suicide. So the police, at first, they, they said, this is what it looks like. But um, other theories are possible and we need to investigate. So they started investigating and they haven't said anything, anything more. The protosenias, the, the family they had uh, in their, in their house, they had a security system with cameras. They, they had a CCTV. So um, I think that will be very interesting for the investigation. Of course, the uh, police uh, can have access to the images. And it will be very easy for them to see uh, what um, what happens if uh, if they can recover the the images. But nothing been released, right? They haven't said anything. No, they they didn't release it, and they haven't said anything about it. They it's it's secret. The investigation is uh, secret because the the judge uh, wants it like this, and so we we can. It's very difficult to know what's going on. Did they say that they're open to other theories? Yes. Yeah, so what they said is that probably it was um a murder, and then a suicide. But there are other hypotheses, there, there are other theories, and in the investigation, they, they are going to look to all of them. And have there been any updates since the initial um, reporting? Not really, not really. So um, it's very difficult to know. So what, what we know right now is that this family bought this home 10 years ago, more or less. They came here uh, from time to time. They had many properties in, in all of Europe. And sometimes they, they like to come here to the coast of Spain. 
uh, they were very, you know, like very low profile. Uh, they they didn't like the spotlight. So um, uh, in in this village, uh, some people knew them. This area is very popular with uh, French people, uh, British people, some Russian people who like Buret, which is the name of the village. They really like it, and they come here uh, on on summer holidays. And there there is an an important uh, Russian community. I, I know some people who live there, or some some businessmen that really know this this area. And what they said is that usually uh, the, the Russian community that lives there or that uh, spends the holidays there, there is a part of them who, who are very wealthy and they like to, to be on the spotlight and, and that uh, people know that, that they are wealthy and, and that they have a, a very big house or, or a very luxurious car or boat or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and this was not the case with this family. They, they were very low profile, even though they were probably the the wealthiest uh, Russian family in the in the village. Is it like a gated community? Is it kind of like a resort area? Like, can you kind of describe what the area is like? You read this village is located in in Costa Brava, which is one one of the most famous uh, coasts in in Spain. It's in the north of Spain, very very near France. All all of this coast is very beautiful. So it's a very popular area for holidays. With all of this coast, which, which is very beautiful and, and very big, the biggest town is Juret. So it's it's a village, but um, it's uh, bigger than than other uh, villages in the in the area. It has a, a lot of hotels and a lot of resorts, and there are nightclubs. There are uh, very big restaurants, very big hotels. And yeah, so it's it's a popular uh, tourist destination. I'm not very familiar with Spain and how things work. You know, there have been cases where Russia paid off police and like things like that. Uh, is this something that's possible in Spain? Like, could it be that the investigation was influenced in some way? First of all, is it possible? And then are there any kind of clues that it might have been? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think that the police can be influenced by corruption in this. Uh, everything is possible, but mm, it's not usual. With this uh, regional police, they have a, a very good uh, investigation service. And usually they, they solve very difficult murders. So I, I think that they are investigating. Of course, it's a difficult case because uh, it has uh, probably uh, diplomatic and consequences and, and, and it's a case that they don't want it to be very public. So it's, it's very secret. But um, I think that they, they are going to, to investigate. Uh, if there are images, um, they are going to reach uh, the conclusions. And so what I think is that I, I, I don't know what to think, actually. There are different theories. The suspicious thing or, or the weird thing here is that what is going on, like in all the world, in, in Russia, in the UK, in, in Spain. So in a very short period of time, there are different deaths of, of oligarchs and, and wealthy Russian people. So could it be that some of these deaths are assassinations by the, the FSB or some mafia? It could be, but of course, suicides do happen. You have also to uh, take into account that this family, in, in the case of the Protosenia, they were used to being wealthy, to being rich, to, to having a, a lifestyle that was very luxurious. So uh, once the sanctions, uh, the, the European and Western sanctions uh, to Russian individuals started, that can be um, a complication because they were used to living in... They could be in Spain, they could be in other European countries without problem. And all of a, all of a sudden, the bank accounts are frozen. So this can also be a, a problem, an economic problem 
that can have a, a psychological impact on on that person. For sure, yeah, that could be a mix of, of course. Uh, I think there's two other cases where there was uh, same thing, basically, uh, entire family murdered by the husband. Uh, so it's definitely, you know, a weird pattern, kind of, especially to the same kind of social group. Yeah, it, it looks like, like there's a pattern. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so specifically for this case, who's who's in charge of the case? The, the regional police, the Mossos da Squadra. So from the ground, things don't exactly look suspicious. It's worth noting here in light of the talk about Sergio Protozenia's many properties that he owned a property management company known as Sherwood Premier. Novatech has since taken it over. But again, overall, no huge red flags according to Victor Ricaccia. Protozenia had a nice big villa in a nice area, wasn't that flashy and kept himself to himself, despite probably being the richest person in the whole village. That said, a more discreet lifestyle doesn't tee up with the usual kinds of rich folk who carry out family annihilations. As Professor Yardley said in episode 1, they're usually the type to flaunt their wealth and power. She did also stress though that there's no completely solid template to the kinds of people that do these killings. Protozenia could well have done this. And unlike the first family annihilation case we looked at, the Melnikov killings, there's not as much information directly related to the case that looks highly suspicious. However, we still couldn't get over the timing of this. The more me and Sergi looked into that aspect of things, it got even stranger. So it turns out that just one day before Sergei Protozenia apparently killed his whole family and himself, yet another Russian oligarch did the exact same thing. Vladislav Abayev was found dead alongside his murdered family on April 18th in their upscale Moscow apartment. The Russian authorities said that they were investigating but they believe Aviyev killed his wife and daughter before offing himself. Aviyev was the former vice president of Gazprom Bank, the financial wing of Russian gas giant Gazprom, which we spoke about at length in episode 2. Aviyev also apparently used to work for the Kremlin. So within the space of 48 hours, two mega-rich Russian businessmen both of them involved in both banking and the gas industry, killed their families and then themselves. All this within less than four weeks of Vasily Melnikov murdering his family, apart from one child who wasn't there. Same with Protozenia. Now, neither me nor Sergi are dramatic people, we're not the types to jump to conclusions, but the timing of this, considering how rare family annihilation cases are, feels a little bit fishy to us. Especially considering they're all within the same demographic of people. It's very, very rare that this would happen. So to sum up, that's three Russian oligarchs who killed their families and then themselves all within the space of four weeks. One on March 23rd, one on April 18th and one on April 19th. Two of these oligarchs worked in both the gas and banking industries for the first and second largest gas suppliers in Russia. If it's all just a coincidence, it's a very big one.
Mad Oligarch is a H11 production for Cool Zone Media and iHeart Radio. Hosted, produced, researched, and edited by me, Jake Hanrahan, and Sergi Slipchenko. Co-produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music by Sam Black. Artwork by Adam Doyle. Sound mix by Splicing Block. Go to jakehanrahan.com for more information. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.